Oh, okay. So it's uh, Monday, March 1st. And it's Groundhog Day. I'm going to try to give you a... Uh, scripture to meditate on with us when we do this and the first one is Jeremiah 30 verse 17 let's go to it 30 verse 17 Jeremiah 30 verse 17 Oh, I will give you back your health and heal your wounds, says the Lord. For you are an outcast. Jerusalem, for whom no one cares. But I will restore you to health and heal your wounds, declares the Lord. Because you are an outcast, Zion, for whom no one cares. That's Jeremiah 30, verse 17. And we are worshiping God today with children. I have to say, you're not listening. Hope is listening. I said either sit at my feet. What were my instructions? Either sit at my feet or sit at the table. Micah, if you're drawing the scene outside, you can sit there. But then, all right, but then you should get your journals. They have nature journals. These, um, they're spiral books if they're drawing a scene outside. I apologize if that was frustrating. I'm just going to make a picture of my, of there. Okay, so, if you use the, if you use your nature journal, I want you to draw what you see outside. No, I'm sorry. Let me get it. It's these. And then theirs is the black ones. And Luke's is the little brown guy. Well, you might even just pick one tree. Like the climbing tree. Yeah. That doesn't look like a climbing tree to you? Okay, so, so this is episode 39 of season two. <clears throat> no, they're not. So, um, season two, episode thirty-nine. Um, we're going to worship God through Psalm twenty-three, John chapter seven, Zephaniah three, and Proverbs one, because it's March first, and um, Holy Spirit, I thank you. I thank you, God, for us being in the Everglades. Um, and I thank you that maybe Daddy will let us go on a boat soon. And ski. Maybe. I mean, not skiing, water skiing. You're not going to ski in gator water. <laughs> um, we thank you, God, for the opportunity to see your nature. This is your world. We worship you in your world. We love how you've provided um, opportunities for us to see your earth, to minister to people. 
to provide for us. To love you with all our hearts. And to um, to be near you. And God, we pray that um, you would draw us into greater intimacy with you. I pray that we would understand your word. That supernaturally we would just understand your word. That you would take us to new places and new heights. That you would help us come to new levels with you in our walk. That we would be those that would be willing to go deeper with you. That we would say to the flesh, sit down. That we would say to the spirit, rise up. That we would say, Lord, we lay um, the mirage of rights and privileges down. And that we would say that we're willing to live and die for you. That we would mean it. That we would be sincere before you. That you would find a sincere people in us. God, I pray for every member of my family and every listener that um, that this would be our truth and that we would know you better. Amen. Psalm 23. All right, we know this. We know this. Let's see. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. And leads me beside still waters. He restores my soul. He guides me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I fear no evil. For you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me. In the presence of my enemies, you have anointed my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely goodness and loving kindness will follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Yeah, thank you, God. We thank you, God. And we worship you and we praise you. And I thank you, Holy Spirit, for restoring our soul. For um, making our cup to run over. For leading us where you want us to go for guiding us in your paths of righteousness for your own sake. Excuse me. And um, I also just want to pray that um, any assignment of the enemy on our lives and our uh, the goals, God, that you have for us, are any assignment is broken in the name of Jesus Christ. And that I declare that we are walking covered in the blood of Jesus. I plead the blood of Jesus over our lives. God, would you fix those logistical questions that we have for um, the lights and for the trailer and for... Yes, he did. Yeah. 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 Actually, he gave his blood to them. God, I also just declare yeah. that any rebellion or um, obstinance or attitude, wrong attitudes 
um, are broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Any, um, any wrong thinking, we declare it broken in the name of Jesus Christ. Okay, in John 7, you're going to hear about Jesus and his brothers, how Jesus teaches in the temple, how the people question if he is the Messiah. You're going to see how Jesus is able to promise that he's living water. And the result of that causes division and unbelief. This is John chapter 7. So first, let's talk about Jesus and his brothers. After this, Jesus traveled around Galilee. Hope this goes in your room, honey. This puppy wants to chew it, and that's not good. Thanks. He wanted to stay out of Judea, where Jewish leaders were plotting his death. Do you notice something common in Jesus' life? From the time before he was born to the time that he dies, Jewish leaders are plotting his death. Okay, verse 2. But soon it was time, and that was a good answer, Micah, for the Jewish festival of shelters. And Jesus' brothers said to him, leave here and go to Judea. Hope that's, isn't that Luke's book? Yeah. Okay, Hope, you got to give that back to Lukey. Jesus' brothers said to him, Leave here and go to Judea, where your followers can see your miracles. But do you notice how Jesus wanted to stay out of Judea? His brothers were trying to tell him to go to Judea. And his brothers said, You can't become famous if you hide like this. If you can do such wonderful things, show yourself to the world. Do you know why his brothers weren't, were saying this? In verse 5. Well, in verse 5, it says, even his brothers didn't believe him. And do you know Do you know how Jesus replied? He said, now is not the right time for me to go, but you can go anytime. The world can't hate you, but it does hate me because I accuse it of doing evil things. Of doing evil. You go on. I'm not going to this festival because my time has not yet come. And after saying these things, Jesus remained in Galilee. Do you know why Jesus knew where he should be? He's listening to God. And do you think God tells you where you should be? Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so Jesus' brothers, what do you think they did? Stay with him or did they leave and go to the festival? They did. They went to the festival. So now you're going to hear about Jesus teaching at the temple. In verse 10. But after his brothers left for the festival, Jesus also went, though secretly, staying out of public view. The Jewish leaders tried to find him at the festival and kept asking if anyone had seen him. There was a lot of grumbling about him among the crowds. Some argued, he's a good man. But others said, he's nothing but a fraud who deceives people. But no one had the courage to speak favorably about him in public. Do you know why? For they were afraid of getting in trouble with the Jewish leaders. Then mid, midway through the festival, Jesus went up to the temple and began to teach. What is that? It's a cloth claw, claw table plant. Oh, that's beautiful. Wow. Ta-da. Yay, Luke. Beautiful. The people. Yay. The people, beautiful, 
The people were surprised when they heard him. How does he know so much when he hasn't been trained? They asked. So Jesus told them, My message is not my own. It comes from God who sent me. Anyone who wants to do the will of God will know whether my teaching is from God or is merely my own. Those who speak for themselves want glory only for themselves. But a person who seeks to honor the one who sends him speaks truth, not lies. Moses gave you the law, but none of you obeys it. In fact, you're trying to kill me. Do you know that Jesus um, was bold? He spoke the truth to them, didn't he? And the crowd replied, Okay. The crowd replied, You're demon-possessed. Who's trying to kill you? And Jesus replied, I did one miracle on the Sabbath, and you were amazed. But you work on the Sabbath, too, when you obey Moses' law of circumcision. Actually, this tradition of circumcision began with the patriarchs. Wow, that's beautiful. This is the tree on that that's the spot tree? of grass, and this is the tree on that spot of grass. Oh, that's great. It also kind of looks like the trees Okay, I want you to write tree on that page. Well, tree and in the Everglades. Trees in the Everglades. Micah, Maybe Daddy can help you mark this it. This one looks like the party tree. Okay, did you hear, Mama? I want you to write trees in the Everglades Wait, on that page. I can't do that. Ask Daddy to help you, I, I was saying. Actually, this tradition of circumcision and it's March 1st. Hey, Dad, do you know what this is? is your oh, began with the patriarchs long before the law of Moses. For if the correct time for circumcising your son falls on the Sabbath, you go ahead and do it so as not to break the law of Moses. So why should you be angry with me for healing a man on the Sabbath? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. You guys, Jesus said something so important. Do you understand what it was? Look beneath the surface so you can judge correctly. So now here's a big question. Is Jesus the Messiah? Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they're trying to kill? Whoa. Tell Daddy what it is so he can label it for you. Can you label it for her? Some of the people who lived in Jerusalem started to ask each other, isn't this the man they're trying to kill? But here he is speaking in public and they say nothing to him. Could our leaders possibly believe that he is the Messiah? But how could he be? For we know where this man comes from. When the Messiah comes, he will simply appear. No one will know where he comes from. While Jesus was teaching in the temple, he called out, Yes, you know me, and you know where I come from, but I am not here on my own. The one who sent me is true, and you don't know him, but I know him, because I come from him, and he sent me to you. Then the leaders tried to arrest him, 
but no one laid a hand on him because his time had not yet come. Many among the crowds at the temple believed in him. After all, they said, Would you expect the Messiah to do more miraculous signs than this man has done? When the Pharisees heard that the crowds were whispering such things, they and the leading priests sent temple guards to arrest Jesus. But Jesus told them, I will be with you only a little longer. Then I will return to the one who sent me. You will search for me, but not find me. And you cannot go where I am going. The Jewish leaders were puzzled by this statement. Where is he planning to go, they asked. Is he thinking of leaving the country and going to Jews in other lands? Maybe he will even teach the Greeks. But what does he mean when he says, You will search for me, but not find me. And you cannot go where I am going. Okay, so now you're going to hear about how Jesus promises living water. On the last day, the climax of the festival, Jesus stood and shouted to the crowds, Anyone who is thirsty may come to me. Anyone who believes in me may come and drink. For the scriptures declare, Rivers of living water will flow from his heart. Do you guys think that this you have... This is a mosquito because there's someone in mosquitoes here. Okay, make sure you label those so that we know. Do you guys think that you have li rivers of living water flowing from your heart? Looks like a backward P. Micah? You? When he said living water, he was speaking of the Spirit who would be given to everyone believing in him. So do you think you have living water, rivers of living water flowing from your heart? Yeah. But the Spirit at that time had not yet been given because Jesus had not yet entered into his glory. Now you're going to hear about how there was more division and unbelief among these people. In verse 40, when the crowds heard him say this, some of them declared, Surely this man is the prophet we've been expecting. Others say he's the Messiah. And still others said, But he can't be. Will that Messiah come from Galilee? For the scriptures clearly state that the Messiah will be born of the royal line of David in Bethlehem, the village where King David was born. So the crowd was divided about him. Some even wanted to arrest him. Uh, wanted him arrested, but no one laid a hand on him. And when the temple guards returned without having arrested Jesus, the leading priests and Pharisees demanded, Why didn't you bring him in? We've never... Heard anyone speak like this, the guards responded. Have you been led astray too, the Pharisees mocked. Is there a single one of us rulers or Pharisees who believes in him? This foolish crowd follows him, but they are ignorant of the law. God's curse is on them. Then Nicodemus, the leader who had met with Jesus earlier, spoke up. Is it legal to convict a man before he is given a hearing, he asked. And they replied, are you from Galilee too? Search the scriptures and see for yourself. No prophet ever comes from Galilee. But um, do you think that God could bring a prophet from wherever he wanted? Yeah. Then the meeting broke up and everyone went home. Okay. We're going to go to Zephaniah. 
Where is it? Zephaniah. Ver chapter 3. Alright, let's see. You're going to hear about how Jerusalem rebelled, but then how God is going to redeem them. So Zephaniah 3, What this is actually the last chapter in Zephaniah, and then we'll go to Hag Haggai. Jerusalem's Rebellion and Redemption. What sorrow awaits rebellious, polluted Jerusalem, the city of violence and crime. No one can tell it anything. It refuses all correction. It does not trust in the Lord or draw near to its God. Its leaders are like roaring lions hunting for their victims. Its judges are like ravenous wolves at evening time who by dawn have left no trace of their prey. I found this for you. Thank you. Can you put it back in the box? Its prophets are arrogant Mom, liars it's, seeking it's their own and, gain. And you can and and you can. And you can keep it. Since it's mine, can you put it back in the box where I asked? Thank you. <clears throat> its priests defile the temple by disobeying God's instructions. So what happens if we disobey God's instructions? What does it say? We actually defile ourselves, right? <clears throat> Verse 5. But the Lord is still there in the city, and he does no wrong. Day by day, he hands down justice, and he does not fail. But the wicked know no shame. I have wiped out many nations, devastating their fortress walls and towers. Their streets are now deserted. Their cities lie in silent ruin. There are no survivors, none at all. Luke needs to not have those markers. Daddy. Um, he really is a mess. I thought, surely they will have reverence for me now. Surely they will listen to my warnings. Then I won't need to strike again, destroying their homes. But no, they get up early to continue their deeds. Therefore, be patient, says the Lord. You're going to have to ask Daddy to help you because I'm reading the Bible. Therefore, be patient, says the Lord. Soon I will stand and accuse these evil nations, for I have decided to gather the kingdoms of the earth and pour out my fiercest anger and fury on them. All the earth will be devoured by the fire of my jealousy. Then I will purify the speech of all the people so that everyone can worship the Lord together. My scattered people who live beyond the rivers of Ethiopia will come to present their offerings. On that day, you will no longer need to be ashamed for you will no longer be rebels against me. I will remove all proud and arrogant people from among you. There will be no more haughtiness on my holy mountain. Those who are left will be the lowly and humble, for it is they who trust in the name of the Lord. The remnant of Israel will do no wrong. They will never tell lies or deceive one another. They will eat and sleep in safety, and no one will make them afraid. So you guys, why does God come to judge a land? To purify the speech, to so the people would not be ashamed or rebellious. So the people would be lowly and humble before the Lord. So the people would eat and sleep in safety. That is why God brings judgment to a land. It's always for correction. It's not because um, 
It is only because he loves um, the land, really, right? It's like how a daddy disciplines um, his children. Luke has another marker. Sing, O daughter of Zion. Shout aloud, O Israel. Be glad and rejoice with all your heart, O daughter of Jerusalem. For the Lord will remove his hand of judgment and will disperse the armies of your enemy. And the Lord himself, the King of Israel, will live among you. At last your troubles will be over and you will never again fear disaster. On that day, the announcement to Jerusalem will be, Cheer up, Zion. Don't be afraid. For the Lord your God is living among you. He is a mighty Savior. He will take delight in you with gladness, with his love. He will calm all your fears. He will rejoice over you with joyful songs. I will gather you who mourn for the appointed festivals. You will be disgraced no more, and I will deal severely with all who have oppressed you. I will save the weak and helpless ones. I will bring together those who were chased away. I will give glory and fame to my former exiles wherever they have been mocked and shamed. On that day, I will gather you together and bring you home again. I will give you a good name, a name of distinction among all the nations of the earth as I restore your fortunes before their very eyes. I, the Lord, have spoken. Try to spell it, Micah. First was right, second was not. First half was right. Second half was not. Advent, what? Adventures. Yep. Adventures. Tours. 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 Uh, ooh, Now you're missing one letter that's silent that gives the vowel its name. Where's the ego? Yes, but not after the S. Okay. The purpose of Proverbs. We're doing Proverbs 1 now. You guys, do you want to be wise? Then listen to this. Um, you're going to hear about the purpose of Proverbs and what daddy says about wisdom, what your Abba Father daddy says about wisdom. And you're going to hear about how wisdom actually calls to you and talks to you. Are you ready? Okay. You ready? Mm-hmm. These are the Proverbs of Solomon, David's son, king of Israel. Their purpose is to teach people wisdom and discipline to help them understand the insights of the wise. Their purpose is to teach people to live disciplined and successful lives, to help them do what is right, just, and fair. These proverbs will give insight to the simple, knowledge and discernment to the young. Do you think that you can have knowledge and discernment? Even at a young age? Yeah. Yeah. If you listen to these proverbs... If what? How can you get knowledge and discernment? Mm-hmm. If you listen to these proverbs. Oh, hey mom. Why? So listen, I'm not talking about anything but this right now. Uh, Verse 5. Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. 
Do you think if you're wise that you can still get wiser? Yeah. Yeah? If you listen, Cade, Cade, give her space to draw. Hope, go down and keep drawing. It's drawing time. Let those with understanding... Okay. Let those with understanding receive guidance by exploring the meaning of these in these proverbs and parables, the words of the wise and their riddles. Put her down, Hope, and go for timeout because you picked her up again. You're in timeout now. You're not allowed to pick them up. Oh, it's frustrating. Fear of the Lord is the foundation of true knowledge. What is the foundation of knowledge, guys? What's the basis of knowledge? What? Say fear of the Lord. Fear of the Lord means reverence for the Lord, respect for the Lord. But what do fools think of wisdom or discipline? They despise it, but fools despise wisdom and discipline. All right, here is what your Abba Father says about acquiring wisdom. And so, therefore, this is what your daddy says about acquiring wisdom. Are you ready? Yeah. He says, my son, listen when your father corrects you. Don't neglect your mother's instruction. What you learn from them will crown you with grace and be a chain of honor around your neck. What happens when you listen to your mother and father? Yay! What do you get? Yay! You get a yay! You get grace and... Joy! Honor! And joy! Yeah, that's true. My child, if sinners entice you, what should you do? If sinners try to lure you into a trap, what do you do? Get out of here. Turn your back on them, right? How do they? Um, they try to trick you. They try to tell you a mean plan is a good plan. They lie. Verse 11 says they may say, come and join us. Let's hide and kill someone. Just for fun, let's ambush the innocent. Let's swallow them like the grave. Let's swallow them whole like those who go down to the pit of death. Think of the great things we'll do. We'll fill our houses with all the stuff we take. Come throw in your lot with us and we'll share all the loot. So they try to trick you, right? But this says in verse 10, turn your back on them. And then in verse 15, my child, don't go along with them. Stay far away from their paths. They rush to commit evil deeds. They hurry to commit murder. If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. Do you know that a bird is smart enough for that? If a bird sees a trap being set, it knows to stay away. Did you know birds are smart enough for that? Please take the colored pencil away from Jubilee. You guys, take take it away. But these people... Thank you. Set an ambush for themselves. Does she have another colored pencil, Hopi? You gotta take the the take the bin, Hope. Put the bin up on the tray. The whole bin. Yeah, put it on the on the tray on the cage. Up there, up there, up there. Yeah.
Okay, Proverbs 1, verse 18. But these people set an ambush for themselves. They're trying to get themselves killed. Such is the fate of all who are greedy for money. It robs them of life. Yeah, bad people. Bad people? They set a trap for themselves. They don't even really know it. He even, he likes the people, but he doesn't like their sin. He'll come and he'll fix their sin. He'll discipline them for sinning. Then they would be glad when they come to know him, when they want to listen to him. Luki, put it back in the tray. You can't do markers, baby. Thank Mine you. Okay, I need the markers to be away from Luke. He's going to destroy things. Take those away. No, no, Lukey. Thanks. Wisdom shouts in the street. She cries out in the public square. She calls to the crowds along the main gates to those gathered in front of the city gate. How long, you simpletons, will you insist on being simple-minded? How long? Shh, hope. Listen, Hope, listen. How long will you mockers relish your mocking? How long will you fools hate knowledge? Come and listen to my counsel. I'll share my heart with you and make you wise. I called you so often, but you wouldn't come. I reached out to you, but you paid no attention. You ignored my advice and rejected the correction I offered. So I will laugh when you're in trouble. I will mock you when disaster overtakes you. When calamity overtakes you like a storm, when disaster engulfs you like a cyclone and anguish and distress overwhelm, overwhelm you, when they cry for help, I will not answer. Though they anxiously search for me, they will not find me, for they hated knowledge and they chose not to fear the Lord. They rejected my advice and paid no attention when I corrected them. Therefore, they must eat the bitter fruit of living their own way, choking on their own schemes. For simpletons turn away from me to death. Luke. Fools are destroyed by their own complacency. But all who listen to me will live in peace, untroubled by fear of harm. Yeah. What happens when you listen to wisdom, guys? Yay. Tell me what happens. Yay. You'll live in what? You'll live in peace. And you'll be untroubled by fear of harm. Will you be scared of getting hurt? No. You will not. You'll be brave and courageous. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. I'm gonna... Yeah. Yeah? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, is that, is that Hopi's picture? Yeah. Nice. 